Hey there, welcome to Brave, Bold, and Badass, the podcast. I'm your host, Grace Howes, productivity and mindset coach, and all-around soul nudger for women in business. In this podcast, I not only talk about the process of inner transformational work, but share ways to maneuver through, to reconnect to a deeper sense of your worth, your brilliance, and your agency, especially if you're in your second stage of life. What I know to be true is that women in business can be both fierce and soft, while wholly being themselves, and still find room to be more bold in their thinking, more badass in their doing, and especially more brave in their being. Let's do this, shall we? What if, instead of saying, I will manage my time more effectively, knowing full well you won't because... Habits aren't created in a day, right? You commit to just showing up differently, more differently than you have before. And what if you dabbled in curiosity instead of relying on expectations? What is possible when you remove what you think will happen and just leaned more into curiosity while doing whatever the task is before you? Okay, I've got a story for you. I hated using Google Calendar. Just going to put that right out there. When I was first introduced to it by my then coach, I thought, yes, here is the thing that will save me from myself, from my tendency to procrastinate. Wink, wink, nod, nod. If I laid out my days and weeks with purpose and intention on a digital calendar, then saints be praised, procrastination will have no probable route in. I thought it was fantastic. I'm saved, but boy, was I wrong. I used it for seven to eight months, which is actually a long time when you think about it. And it drove me bonkers the whole time. It was this big expectation of beautiful banks of color, because, you know, I had to make it aesthetically pleasing, that pushed me further away from what I wanted to achieve. So what had happened was I procrastinated even more. And after a while, I kind of resented seeing that I could only do the task that I gave myself for a particular chunk of time. And towards the end of those months, I stopped opening the app completely. What my mind had set up as a truth was that it was the dawn calendar's fault. It was to blame for things becoming more difficult. For me, not doing the task, I had assigned for myself for any of the specific chunks of time. I did other stuff, things that still needed to be done. I just didn't do what was on the calendar. It was only after I did some reflecting Did I see what went wrong? And by the way, it took me a whole six-ish weeks to come down from being so pissed at myself so I could indeed do that reflection, but only after I quit using the calendar. I put all of my expectations into that one app. I took me out of the equation and I made it the cure-all for an issue that really was all me. And boy, did I curse Google Calendar, y'all. So 
Back to curiosity versus expectations. I am saying this to say, or rather ask, what would happen if you created the space for experimenting with yourself and a new not yet written habit? That's a thought, right? Would you then be able to remain open to whatever showed up as a takeaway, a lesson? Or would you resist doing it differently because it's not what you're used to doing? What if you chose to walk into each day, each task, not relying on what you expect to happen, but instead embracing what you find along the way? Would it mean that self-compassion enters the equation quicker than it normally would for you? Like only after you fail or when you start to berate yourself? When I gave myself permission to stop using the calendar, which itself is so weird to say because I gave myself permission as if I'm not the commander of my own domain, my own personhood, but anyway. So a quick aside here. Part of the reason that I stayed with the calendar, Google Calendar for so long, was also because I was steeped in trying to comply with an internal structure that was basically years in the making. To obey, dare I use that word, an authority figure. This is an age-old habit that I remember being very aware of doing as a young child, a habit that you too might be familiar with because Some things are so ingrained in our system, they just pop up and take over. This habit of not defying authority. My coach said to use it, so I'm going to use that sucker. Okay, back to permissions. When I finally gave myself permission to stop using Google Calendar, after time and time and time again pushing myself to continue using it, I still felt bad and had some choice words to say to the person I met in the mirror. As I said, with only some reflection did I bring in the compassion for myself, but it took a while. I'm interrupting this episode for a quick minute to let you know how you can be coached by me through the Biz Systems evals. One of the things I realized is that for us solopreneurs, especially for those starting entrepreneurship later in life, business systems were not exactly top of mind. And I've realized over the years helping my clients with it that it's not something that's emphasized as a must-do. And that's why I need a few beta testers to help me with a new program tentatively titled Biz System Evals as I help women define and establish the systems they need to streamline their backend with customized workflows and automations. If you are overflowing with all manner of to-do lists and find yourself struggling to keep up with the back end of your business, I want to help you structure things so that you can more confidently operate your business, knowing that things are running as they should behind the scenes. I've opened up just 10 spots in my schedule, and one of them is yours to be my beta tester. Head to the link in the show notes to snag your spot. Okay, back to the episode. What I know today and what I want to share with you in this episode is that curiosity 
is a better companion than the shame or blame that not meeting expectations brings on. Listen, expectations are good for goals, but they trip us up every other scenario. And dabbling in curiosity is not only meant for experimenting with time management. What if your curious nature was allowed full reign as you approach the start of anything you're attempting? Being curious about learning something new. Being really curious about a challenge you set for yourself. Being curious about a different way of being. Being curious about something that you feel is risky or out of your comfort zone and has you scared as all get out, but you know that it's your next step. You are the creator of your destiny. You have complete control, not some arbitrary timeline you set. Now, don't get me wrong here. You still need to get the tasks done, those priority tasks that grow your business, that have you leveling up, that brings in more revenue, that gets you all the clients. But you don't need to bring the guilt along for a free ride. What if the only expectation you place on yourself is to remain curious while leaving the door open to any and all possibilities and the results that show up from it. Who knows? This time you might be just surprised by yourself and what you're capable of. The thing to do is to stop yourself from micromanaging your time through trying to fulfill narrow expectations. I usually do a business review at the six-month mark of the year, and part of that process is to revisit my strategic priorities. I set three of them in the previous year to begin in the new year. This year, I included a thought or affirmation about each strategic priority or business goal that I wanted to carry with me through the year. You know, like a word of the year, only more specific to the work I do rather than a word for how I personally want to walk through the year. So in June, to prep for July sabbatical, I revisited my strategic, say that three times fast, I revisited my strategic priorities. Now, I bet you cannot guess what I wrote down for number three for this year. Ready for this? SP number three is have fun Stay in the joy. And the affirmation I chose to go along with it is, get this, I permiss myself to enjoy the process of growing my business and building my wealth and staying in the joy. How friggin' cool is that, right? I gotta tell you, though, it completely slipped my mind that that's what I wrote for SP number three. I was working so hard on the first two priorities that the joy part disappeared from conscious thought. And realizing that sucked. But trust me, I didn't hold on to that for long. This is why I do a six-month review. To give myself a chance to tap back into the intentionality of my goals 
and the actions I still need to do to bring it to fruition, but also to remember the feeling I want to have with me for these 365 of days. So to reframe this a bit in context with your time management, what thought or feeling can you bring along with you as you walk into, or I should say through, curiosity's door to approach working in a different way? One that removes you from trying to fulfill expectations, yet still has you sitting in curiosity about the result you can attain. And at the same time, what practical steps will help you stay in that curious state about what you do and how you manage your time while doing it? So, of course, I got a few things to think about. Number one, set up a few boundaries. For example, determine the singular task you will be working on and for how long and don't deviate from the plan. Number two, delegate what doesn't need to be on your plate. This one is so very important. Actually, they're all important. Number three, use technology to your advantage. For me, that was not Google Calendar, but I found something else that works. Number four, do some pre-prep before you go into your day. That might mean preparing what you will do the next day, the night before, or like I do, setting my week up in my WTM with all the daily tasks on the Sunday before the week rolls in. And then number five, minimize distractions. And that is your non-negotiables. Now, one of the things I call my non-negotiables is my sacred work time. If there's something I need to get done, I call it sacred work time because that is my non-negotiable. When I sit down to do this work, I put on my phone to do not disturb so nothing can disturb me. That is my time to work. And this last one I will forever tout because this simple yet practical tool that I started using about mm, six years ago and it has changed how I work. What is it? The lowly timer. That's number six. Get one and start using it. In fact, it is one of the gifts I sent all my clients when they first start working with me. So for me, I calculate how much time I need for a project and set the timer. I set the timer. Once the timer goes off, I get curious. Do I have enough time to reset and go again? according to the time I have available to me? Or do I stop and move on to something else? You can even be curious with a timer. Letting go of the expectations you have around how you manage your time is key to being as effective as possible with it. And isn't that the purpose of it? So that you can get to the work that needs to be done. Also, I dare you to have a discussion. Talk with your biz bestie or maybe a colleague or maybe even take it on as a challenge that you two can do together or you three. Reminding and encouraging each other to stay in curiosity. Alrighty, that's it for this episode. Don't forget, 
I am looking for a few beta testers, 10 right now, for my new program, where you get my eyes on your business to help you add structure and bespoke systems for your business. And one more thing. I would love if you'd leave a review to help me get my work, this podcast, into as many listening ears as possible. You know, that algorithmy thing at work again. If you haven't yet done so, now that the episode is over and you're still in the app, scroll down to leave your review. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Alrighty, till next time. Be brave, be bold, stay badass.